So now I'm going to dress down because what's the point? And then you start to feel like this sounds crazy, but you're turning out bad work. It's like I wasn't even proud of what I was doing. I was I was just like, oh, I mean, just trying to get people in and out because that's what we had to do. And I don't know. I just felt, yeah, it was taking a toll on me. Welcome to the Messy Hairstylist Podcast. I'm Kelsey Morris. And I'm Abby Warther. Whether you are a mess literally or figuratively, we are here to help you take imperfect action to find your success as a hairstylist. What episode are we on? Uh, I think this is episode eight. Episode eight. Mm -hmm. Well, I would like to start episode eight out with thanking our sponsors. Our dream sponsors. I know, I know. I wanted to make you laugh. No, we don't have any sponsors. We are, we are our own sponsors. So. And do you know the number one question I get from my friends that are like, "You have a podcast, so like, do you make money on that?" I'm like, "No, no, no. Maybe, maybe no. someday. Maybe, maybe that someday. is the long term goal." But I really do, really, really want to thank. Everybody who's been listening, um, do you know we have over 600 downloads, which is incredible. Yes. I didn't know that. Oh, my God. So that is amazing for two small town girls. Yeah. Just – and I don't think people realize that. I I don't think people realize – when we're doing something like this, like we're we're not big LA style hairdressers, we're not in New York, we're not even in big city Chicago. I live in Delaware, Ohio. Yes. And you live, tell everybody where you live. New Philadelphia, Ohio. Yes. Right. You never heard of so it. So we we're <laughs> right. We're not these you are not these big city girls. We're just small town girls who um had a little dream and we're we're making it happen. So thank yes. you to everybody who's been supporting us. Oh and, my gosh. And yes. Really it like and that's why we keep doing the well, one, we're having fun doing this, but also like just getting the feedback from people and in hearing how this is resonating with with some of you and sparking conversations. That was something I saw happen on a Facebook post by somebody. They just started a conversation about one of our podcasts and it was um, started great conversations with hairstylists. So I love that we're getting people thinking in different ways. And yeah, we're just two small town girls, small town moms doing it. Definitely. Yes. We're just doing it. So um, today's topic is about dress code. Ooh. So we want to talk a little bit. Yes, dress code. And I am so curious to know more about your salon and what kind of dress code you guys have. Yes. So I think dress code is interesting because um, you've been in the industry for how many years now? Well, that's a good question. I would like to, I think 11 years. I know. I lose count too. I think I'm like 16 or 17. I'm not sure. But long enough to where like dress code was a thing when we started out in the industry. And I think now with this Mm -hmm. influx of independent stylists and post the last two years, um, dress code is, is it a thing? Are there dress codes? So in my salon, we... I, it's an independent salon, so it's not a, it's not a strong dress code. But I have a dress code. Um, just um, it's not a strong dress code, but there's definitely parameters. And I find that because I have like minded stylists, we all definitely follow those parameters in my salon. And what it is is show up mm-hmm. elevated, show up elevated in the salon every single day. And I notice that if some of us are showing up elevated, others start showing up elevated and we get excited about our outfits in the salon. So do we dress in all black and heels? No, but no. I do feel no. like when Honor. I, pff, that's gone. I feel like that's what it was Honor back in the day. Heels. I was talking with somebody, um, 
the other day, a stylist, and she was like, do you wear heels in the salon? I'm like, no. I, first of all, I'm 5'10". Oh, no. I used to wear heels you every did. single day. Yeah, yes. I know. She's seriously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I'm five. I'm five one. So I had the opposite problem. Like, I couldn't see over people's head to do what I needed to do. So I would wear heels to give myself a little bit of, of extra le- extra height. But, I mean, come on. I am 36 years old. These calves are – these dogs are barking. If you're from the <laughs> South, you know what I'm saying. When these, when I say these dogs are barking, I know that. that is a nice Southern term for my feet are killing me. And it's like you just get to the point where you're like, oh, my gosh, uh, um, I'm going to have some serious long-term problems from yes. this. Yes. So, no, I did wear heels all the time. Definitely don't do it now. But for those of you who are still doing that, I mean, more power to you. Maybe look into some orthopedic insoles <laughs> to really help. I, mean, I love that you're giving foot advice right now. Yes. You never know what you're going to get on this podcast, but I love that. Foot advice is one of them. But I do th- I think it's an interesting topic, dress code, because it has very much changed over the years. And it's all about what's happening in our world and in our lives, in our industry that is driving dress code, this idea of dress mm-hmm. code, where it used to be this all black that was the, the hairstylist. Um, and we all still tend to gravitate towards all black, but then. I feel like that was like a long time. And then when everything, when the world changed two years ago, we showed up just ready to work and and for comfort. Did you find yourself doing that, that you were, when you were able to get back into the salon again, that you were dressing for comfort and functionality? Well, like, what were you doing? Yes. Yes, definitely. I... Well, let's let's say this. When we all came back to work, we were all wearing masks. And yes. that alone is uncomfortable. Yes. So I felt like this is, sounds so weird, and maybe this is just my mentality, um, but with with my face being uncomfortable, it's like I wanted the rest of my body to be, uncom- yes. be uncomfortable. Yes. So I think I definitely did get a little bit away from having a more elevated mm-hmm. feel because I – was uncomfortable. And not yeah. only that, but like, like, what was the point of doing your face? I, it, it, there were jokes about people just doing putting on mascara and nothing else because they couldn't see most of their face when they were wearing their masks. So yes. so what was the point? And so I think a lot of us got into situations where we're like wearing tennis shoes and, and leggings just because it was more comfortable and we were already like not breathing. Yes. Yeah. And and not, you know, feeling And I think anyways. that that we was a good, I do think, yes, I do think that was a good thing because we were busting out clients left and right and we were packing them mm-hmm. in as we were coming back. And so we definitely started to dress down, I think, as an industry. Um, over the last two years, I never wore tennis shoes into work. Um, now I still, I, they're cute tennis shoes. They're not just like a pair of Adidas or mm-hmm. Nikes or anything, but, um, I never used to. And I was showing up wearing just a cute, comfy tee, jeans and tennis with the mask. And I really started to right. go into this comfort dress, this dress down look just to be more functional in the salon. And that was great. It was great. But I would have to say probably about a year and a half in, I started to feel the negative effects of that. Did you start to feel that? Wow. You totally read my mind. That is where I was going with this. I felt, okay, you know, I'm a lipstick girl. Okay. I'm sitting next to my lip lipstick container here and there's probably no less than 35 of them. Let me pull a few out so you can see. Like, I mean, they're of you all You do always have a good sizes. lip color on. And, you and, do. Oh, I love a good lip. And so with the mask was ruining my vibe, but then I would plan my outfit around my lipstick. So I just felt really defeated in that time. I was like, okay, I don't, 
I don't have I don't have good lips. You can't see them. So now I'm going to dress down because what's the point? Yeah. And then you start to feel like this sounds crazy, but you're turning out bad work. It's like I wasn't even proud of what I was doing. I was I was just like, oh, I mean, just trying to get people in and out because that's what we had to do. Yes. And I don't know. I just felt, yeah, it was taking a toll on me. I totally agree with that. I think that with my comfort dressing, and, and let's be honest, and maybe I know I'm not the only one in this. I don't know if you experienced this, but we all put on a couple LBs during that, uh, those last couple of years, oh. right? Whoa. We all put on a couple LBs. So, <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. And I'm that's not what alone. I did for COVID for fun. Yeah. That was yeah. just sit outside, eat who snacks, didn't? and drink high noon. Yes. So, who didn't? Mm-hmm. So, so we're not only having to like cram all these clients in, we also can't fit into our regular pants and, and shirts and things like that. So, yeah. So, oh, after about a year and a half, I'm just like, I just feel like I look. I feel like I'm dressing. And one of the things that we always mention Candy Shaw, but she's just so influential on us that one of the things that she always says is if she's, ha- she had said this in a podcast or something. Oh, in and symposium. Was, she said in symposium too. She said she dresses through it. She dresses through it. And I, and she had Same. said it in a podcast like a year and a half after I'm doing this, co- this COVID um, comfort dressing. And I, she had said, when I'm having a day where I don't feel my best, the first thing that you want to do is grab clothes that are going to match that. But she instead grabs her best outfit out of her closet. She dresses through the feeling. Yes. I love that. Yes. And, and, and I heard her say that, you know, that was that back then I thought, all right, Abby, it is time. It's time to stop dressing how I feel and start dressing how I want to feel. Because and how you want people to perceive you, and how you want I mean, people. I think it's important. To, it is important. I always have the analogy of if you're going to a dentist, you don't want to go to a dentist with messed true. up teeth, right? Totally true. So I think what we're saying, like in my salon, um, you know, our vibe's a little different. So I definitely come in and I wear holy jeans and like a graphic tee with a fun hat, and that's just more our vibe. I think it's more about like fitting the vibe of your salon than anything. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. And and I do the same thing too. I do a little bit of both. It depends on how I'm feeling that day. I wore the holy jeans and the cute tee, but I like dress it up um, as opposed to my past comfort from the last two years of just wearing the tees and the tennies. Um, but what I think, here's what I think is interesting. And when in the past, when we always used to wear the all black and the shoes and all the things, did you find that you it was easier to kind of just like roll out of bed and throw on black clothes. And like, like I I find that like when I used to wear all black, it was easier to go through the motions and not dress oh, as elevated. Yeah. Do you know because, what I mean? Well, one, I feel like our wardrobe's all black anyways, you know, from just years of having all black. But definitely it's like, and let's yeah. be serious. Black is slimming, you know, it's just, it's like a new, it's one of those things. It's just like me. Yes, it's, it's a dark, but it just makes you feel, I don't know put together. But sometimes it's too it easy. Sometimes it's it too, is easy. too easy. It is too easy. But sometimes it's too easy. And then I've seen, I've worked in so many different salons where I've seen stylists that do are like, well, I'm wearing all black, so I look professional. Mm-hmm. But really, they're just wearing all, and it's like faded black top, bright black bottoms. You know, it's so even all black can look yeah, you've covered up with yes, your permanent marker. Sharpie. Yeah. Yeah, totally. yeah, 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that the point is, is that dress codes are very different now. There is not a, this is what a professional hairstylist looks like anymore. And I think what matters is that you are showing elevated for you. You know what your brand is. You know who your clients are. You know the stylist that you want to be and that you want to work towards and that you are showing up like that every single day, whatever that means for you, whether that's holy jeans and a t-shirt in an elevated way, whether you're still wearing black pants and heels and Kelsey's going to give you more foot um, advice (laughs) if that's the case, but just showing up (laughs) more elevated is what is important. Right. It, yeah, right. it's not necessarily is that what we're trying to exactly. say exactly. It's not necessarily you have to dre- wear dress pants, but dress for the vibe you're trying to attract. And I think if you do that, then yes, you have a dress yes. code and you should stand by it. That's your dress code for success. Right.